The Informing New Zealand Beef Programme is a seven-year sustainable food and fibre futures partnership supported by the Ministry for Primary Industries, Beef and Lamb New Zealand and the New Zealand Meat Board. It aims to boost the sector's profits by $460 million over the next 25 years. The programme is on a mission to give breeders and farmers the tools to produce great-tasting beef, backed by a strong environmental story while at the same time improving production efficiency. Throughout the Informing New Zealand Beef podcast series, we will be diving into the detail of the programme to help farmers and the sector improve the performance of the New Zealand beef industry. Wow, welcome to the first episode of the Informing New Zealand Beef podcast. I'm going to be your host for this series. I'm Sarah Perium Lamp, and I'm really excited uh, to be working alongside the team of Beef and Lamb Genetics New Zealand, who have brought the Informing New Zealand Beef program to life. We have with us today on the episode Dan Breyer, General Manager of Farming Excellence at Beef and Lamb New Zealand, and Dr. Gemma Jenkins, Beef and Lamb New Zealand Genetics Program Manager. Welcome to you both, uh, Dan and Gemma. Whereabouts are you talking to us from around the country today? Hi, Sarah. How are you? Um, I'm based outside of Hamilton. Thanks for having us along today, Sarah. Um, I'm based in Dunedin at the Beef and Lamb Genetics office. Awesome. So a spread across the country as well as the team that we'll get to meet throughout the series. Hey, Dan, I'll start with you. This is a real game changer for the industry. So let's start with what are the objectives of the Informing New Zealand Beef program? So the first objective is the one you've already mentioned, right? So there's we think there's $460 million on the table that through improving the use of um clever genetics in our beef industry we can put into the hands of our, our sheep and beef farmers. The other points that we want to get into the here is to give farmers more choices around what they're doing in their genetic programs on their beef farms. And so that's giving them opportunities to um, look at some different traits, some sustainability type traits, things like um, maybe uh, greenhouse gases or, um, or fertility traits, production efficiency, um, and really, really bring it back to New Zealand. So our a lot of this work at the moment is done overseas, which is fine, and there's lots of reasons why you do that. But we're missing the opportunity to really focus in on New Zealand farming systems. So the, the, the key objective is to drive profitable and sustainable farmers. That's why Beef and Land New Zealand uh, exists, and so we're trying to do that for their beef genetic programs. Uh, Gemma, before I come to you, and we'll work through the main pillars of the program and how commercial beef farmers are going to, to maximise this as well as our wonderful breeders. Uh, but, Dan... Let's hone in on that balancing of sustainability traits alongside our traditional beef genetic traits. How are you managing that and what's the big challenge in doing that? So farmers at the moment have all of these different drivers to the profit and sustainability of their business. And so we've got the profitability piece of it. We also need that production efficiency. So animals growing really fast, cows being really productive and producing um their calves at a um, at a good efficiency, uh, and then the sustainability piece is the impact that farms are having on their on their land and on the environment around them. So we'll be looking at our fertility traits, body condition scoring, those those animal performance traits, but also uh, emissions um, of various types and and how the the animals impact on the farm. Wow, a huge amount to achieve over this seven-year program. So, Gemma, breaking it down into the key projects, do you want to speak us through how you're doing that? 
Yeah, so as part of the Informa New Zealand Beef Program, we've got five main projects, and I think some of the INZB team are going to be talking to you about that in some more detail over the next few podcasts. Uh, effectively, our projects are around developing New Zealand-specific breeding indexes, so breeding indexes that are designed specifically to enhance profitability and sustainability in the New Zealand beef industry. And then we've also, we're also doing some work around developing new traits and creating standardised trait measures for those. So that's really around developing those traits that we don't currently have access to estimated breeding values or EBVs for. Then you might have heard that we're running a beef progeny test as well. So that's being done on a couple of different sites. And that's really enabling us to develop an across-breed genetic evaluation, which we don't currently have. And we're also including commercial herds in the project. So the purpose of that is to have access to data that we might not have access to if we were just to focus on bringing in data from a stud level, for example. So that can be carcass-related traits. Uh, then we're developing a data management system as well as a genetic evaluation system. And that's really around creating the infrastructure around being able to bring the data in manage it, send it to a genetic evaluation, which obviously we're developing, and then ultimately reporting the estimated breeding values and indexes that we produce out to farmers as well so they can make breeding decisions for their operation. And lastly, but perhaps most importantly, is the industry uptake component. So that consists of our extension delivery as well as the extension design work. And that's really ensuring that we can drive uptake of the genetic tools that we're producing as part of the program, because ultimately that's what we need to happen to ensure we can realise those benefits at an industry level. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll be diving into how Beef and Lamb Genetics and uh, Beef and Lamb New Zealand are going to be working towards that extension part, because data management around genetic evaluation, this has really lived in the world of our, our bull breeders and our farmers have relied really heavily on being guided by them around what they need. And so this is a whole nother level. Gemma, are you, um, what are you thinking around how we're going to crack um, getting this information through to our commercial beef farmers and extend that? Yeah, good question. And it's, it's something that we've been thinking a lot about. And it's really why we're looking at creating a new approach to extension as part of the program. So that's where our extension design project, you know, that kind of covers that aspect of it. And that has involved going out and talking to farmers about what's actually important for them as far as, you know, making breeding decisions and what extension activities, you know, really work for them as well. So it's all about ensuring that they have the right resources and information available to them so that they can make those decisions that work best for their farming operation. That's awesome. I've heard the uh, Better Beef Breeding Workshops have been anecdotally taken up really, really well. So uh, fantastic work. Dan, it's going to be some long-term benefits. So anything with genetics is for the long term strategically. We're looking at unlocking that $460 million to the industry. Uh, so how do you see this rolling out longer term past the program? So that's a really excellent question, right? And and also your previous one around how farmers use it, because if, if this doesn't get into the hand of commercial farmers, it's a complete waste of time, quite frankly. So um, what we hope to see over time is that we will we will build the energy and understanding now over the lifetime of this period. We've still got four years to run here. Um, we'll build the extension systems that will carry on running, and Beef and Lamb New Zealand will carry on running those extension systems well after the end of the program. Uh, and we'll carry on innovating and developing those. Um, we'll have a better a genetic evaluation based in New Zealand um, at that stage. We'll have these provided these easy to use data management tools. And with the um, that farmer engagement, 
uh, will end up down the track that'll lead to our outcome, which is a prof- profitable and sustainable industry, right? We want to give hill country and beef farmers uh, good tools to be able to make decisions around around their environment and how they can stay profitable and sustainable. So um, putting putting the blocks together now during this program will, will let us deliver that $460 million that you talked about uh, and the sustainability as well. Yeah, just on that, where do you see those uh, the low-hanging fruit in our productivity efficiencies on farm with our beef animals, um, Dan? Where, where do you think we're going to unlock that value? Um, low-hanging fruit's tough because of, there's not too many low-hanging fruit. But what, when we put this program together, uh, Abacus Bio did some some really excellent work looking at at what we're leaving behind. And what we know is that our beef industry's genetic gain is much slower than our sheep industry's genetic gain or the dairy industry genetic gain. So if we can increase that rate of gain through things like um, more farmers using artificial insemination, so the, the commercial farmer piece, which Gemma spoke about briefly before, we'll see farmers using AI to help provide us data back. But at the same time, we're also building that cohort and understanding across the industry of how people can use bulls of superior merit uh, on their farm. Also, the the evaluations will mean, and the access that commercial farmers have to those evaluations, the ability to compare across breeds, which doesn't matter at the moment. So, oh, sorry, doesn't matter. is impossible at the moment. You can't you can't compare an Angus bull to a Hereford bull on their numbers. So being able to put that information in the hands of farmers to increase that rate of genetic gain uh, and see the, the profit flow back to our commercial farmers. It's, I absolutely agree with you with regards to progress that we've seen in the sheep genetics world, Dan, and re- regarding hybrid vigour of our of some of the composite breeds as opposed to um, our very distinct breed societies in the beef world. So how are the breed societies in the wider stud breeding community embracing the programme? That's a that's a really excellent question, right? And and probably a key question as we got going in this program. Um, at Beef and Lamb New Zealand, and particularly Beef and Lamb New Zealand Genetics, we know that we need to work alongside the breed societies and have them involved and engaged in the program. We can't do this to the industry. We need to do this with the industry. So we've worked really, really closely with um, Angus New Zealand, with the Hereford Society, um, also Simital and um, Shorthorn and others, to, to build a coalition of the willing. And so, and so that's so that we have that good information so that the, the farmers, the extension messages that farmers are hearing um, makes good sense and they're not getting conflicting messages. We have other science programs where we know that those, like parasites, for example, where conflicting messages makes it really hard for farmers to figure out um, what the best thing to do. So we've worked really hard with those breed societies. We work closely with an organisation called PBB NZ, which is the Performance Beef Breeders New Zealand um, to understand about that data flows. And our goal is to make sure that we give those stud breeders tools that make their commercial farmers more profitable, right? Because their business is driven by the success of their commercial farmers business. We still want them to be able to use the overseas evaluations and comparisons internationally that they need to make their genetic gain. Uh, we've got really clever people working out how we can bring those those things together so we can have that international and the New Zealand piece provide really good value to the 
stud breeders and also to our commercial farmers all at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I think we, f- we forget the level of data management involved in genetic evaluation. It's huge. So uh, congratulations to the work that you've done in the background of the first four years. Um, Gemma, before we go, what is the one thing that you're most excited about across uh, this program and where you think you're going to see a real turning point? Uh, yeah, so, well, obviously I'm excited about the whole program because we're setting up a beef genetic evaluation system for the New Zealand industry. Um, but I think, you know, as Dan's touched on, is a really important part is the uptake of the tools that we produce, you know, because ultimately that's where the rubber hits the road and where the real benefits can actually be seen in the industry. So I think once we, once we reach a certain point, you know, you'll always have your first movers that come along first and, you know, we're doing these different extension activities to bring everyone else along for the ride as well. Um, and I think once we get to a certain tipping point of people that are actually using the genetic tools that have been produced as part of the Informa New Zealand Beef Program, that's where we'll really start to see some of the genetic gains realised at that industry level, and ultimately that's where the benefits will flow from. Oh, absolutely. And thank you so much both uh, to Dr. Gemma Jenkins, Beef and Lamb New Zealand Genetics Program Manager, and Dan Brad, General Manager of Farming Excellence at Beef and Lamb New Zealand, giving us a bit of a 101 on the INZB program. Stay tuned for more of our podcast series. And in the next episode, we'll be talking to Anna Boyd, Beef Genetics Operations Specialist at Beef and Lamb New Zealand, to talk a wider around how we're going to see that extension in education with our New Zealand beef farmers. It was great to catch up with Dan Breyer and Gemma Jenkins today. I know I'm excited to see the positive impact of how it unfolds the Informing New Zealand Beef Program and the impact it's going to have on the New Zealand beef industry. That's all for today's episode. Make sure you check out our other episodes within the series and stay tuned for more. Thank you so much for listening.